Uh, good morning, everybody. It's, uh, it's, I'm Ronnie Lee. I'm from Wells Baptist Church. I'm the youth minister here. And, and uh, just like to give a big shout out to a lot of our family. Uh, miss seeing everybody. We'll be back together before too long and uh, just uh, stay in the Lord. Um, got today, I'm going to come out of uh, 1 Peter 5. But first, I'd like to uh, pray. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you so much for this day, Lord. I thank you for the many blessings you've given us as a family, as a church family, Lord. And Lord, I just ask you to lead, guide, and direct us as we go through this journey. And Lord, just uh, let these lesson, let this lesson be edifying, and Lord, let it uh, let it touch somebody. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Um. The lesson today is it says the, the heading there in 1 Peter 5, uh, 5, 5, it says submit to God and resist the devil. And, you know, if you were, when you start studying this a little bit, it really should say keep your focus on the Lord. Uh, keep your eyes where they should be. And I'm going to start, what I'm going to do a little different today, I'm going to read the whole scriptures 5 through 12 and then I'm going to come back and talk about them if that's okay. So just bear with me just a minute as I read this. Um, I'm going to 1 Peter 5, 5. It says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. And verse 6 says, Therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of the God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, uh, because your adversary the devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the face, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. 10 says, but may the God of grace who called us to eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. And you know, uh, when you, man, that's just good stuff. When you break that down, there, there's a lot of things in there that the Lord's talking about what will take place. And I'm just going to start here in, in verse uh, 5. It says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourself to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. Uh, the, elders in the, the elders in the church are the pastors and the spiritual leaders of the church. Uh, it will tell you in 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 7, who those people are, if you'd like to look, look that up. That's uh, 1, 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 7. And it says, Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. And you know, clothed means, it says that it means to have something tied with a knot or a bow. And it's like uh, putting an apron on you to protect yourself uh, when you're cooking and stuff. And that's kind of what it's talking about, to be clothed, to put that extra layer uh, of humility on you just to protect your soul. Uh, humility, it says... Uh, uh, with humility means lonely, mindlessness, an attitude that one is not too good to serve. Um, and that is just being humble uh, 
uh, wanting to help other people, not not caring what your position is, just that you're serving the Lord. And uh, the next thing it says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And back in, uh, this is one of my favorite stories of all time. TCU football, I'm a, I'm a huge football fan, TCU football. In 2011, 2008, Andy Dalton went there and, and started playing football. Nobody ever heard of TCU football uh, until Andy, till 2011 when, when TCU and Andy Dalton was the quarterback there. He won the, uh, they won the Rose Bowl. And what just excited me so much about Andy Dalton, I'm still a big Andy Dalton fan. He just went to the Cowboys. What excited me about Andy Dalton was after the ball game, his praise, this is, this is what he said. This is the scripture that Andy Dalton used after that ball game because he had been in the process of playing football at TCU when TCU was unknown. TCU wasn't a winning football team. And when Andy Dalton got through there, they were a winning program and still are today. But Andy Dalton said in uh, 1 Peter 5, 6, he said, Therefore humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. You know, he, Andy Dalton was humbled, humbled for, for four years, and then he was exalted by the Lord. And the key there is in due time, and, and that's not my time. That's not your time. That's the Lord's time. Um, and that was, uh, but you know, God gives grace to the humble. God gives grace to the humble. Uh, and number seven says, casting all your cares upon him for he cares for you. You know, that's carrying, that, that's casting, um, that's casting all your your discontent, your despair, your suffering, uh, everything. That's casting all your cares upon the Lord, trusting that the Lord will take care of you during these times. Uh, and let, if you don't mind, let's go to James 4.10 right quick. That's the book before uh, Peter. And you know, James was Jesus's half-brother. Uh, and that's a good story within itself. James 4.10 says... And this is just about to humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Hmm. That is uh, James 4.10. It says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Uh, and you know, Peter wrote Peter. So let's go back and uh, let's go to 1 Peter 5.8. It says, be sober be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking who he made it uh, desire, devour. And you know, the thing you got to realize when, it, when they're talking about being sober there, they're talking about being aware of your surrounding, being aware of what's around you, uh, what's going on around you. You got to have your mind sharp in today's world the way the devil comes at you. You have to be vigilant, uh, which... Uh, Vigilant, I think I got that. Vigilant, keeping careful watch. This is a definition for diligent. It says, keep a careful watch uh, for possible danger or difficulty. Uh, you know, because we can't be careless with what we believe. Uh, we can't be careless with how we act. 
You know, we were going on a, a trip with the youth to Gatlinburg and for five days. And what we were going to study is we had T-shirts. Still got the T-shirts. I hadn't given them out yet. But the T-shirt said, on the front it said, what do you believe? And, the, and on the back it said, because that's what matters. But, you know, and that, that's what, what we need to realize that we have to be sober-minded. We have to know what we believe, and we have to believe what we believe, and we have to live what we believe. Um, but that, you know, because the devil is waiting on his chance. The devil is waiting on every corner to snatch you up. Don't think he's not. And you have to know that. You have to be sober-minded and vigilant. You have to be sober-minded and vigilant at all times. Let's go to 5-9. It says, resist him steadfast in the faith, in the faith, knowing that the same suffering are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Okay. Uh, it says in this this right here. It says uh, Christians are to live with the understanding that God's prepare that God's purpose realized in the future requires some pain in the present. Did you get that? That was pretty good. It says Christians are to live with the understanding that God's purpose realized in the future requires some pain in the present. While the believers while while the believer is being personally attacked by the enemy, he is personally perfected by the Lord. That's pretty good stuff. Sometimes that's hard to understand, but that that's uh you know another thing too that uh first Peter four twelve, Preach and I were talking about that yesterday I think it was or one day last week it says don't be surprised by these fiery trials you're going through as though something strange is happening to you you know be prepared for them you're going to go through them um, they're going to come if you're in if you're in if you're in the Lord's army trials are going to come um, don't think they're not now listen to listen to this right here uh, 1 Peter 5:10 I have used this scripture with my daughters uh, during times of, of struggles. And uh, I just like to read this to you. And it says, 1 Peter 5.10 says, But may the God of all grace, who called us to eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. You know, and that's what I used to tell my girls. You're going to suffer. You're going to suffer through some things. You're going to do some things. Uh, you're going to go through some hard times. But that is the Lord perfecting you. But if you look at those four words now, those four words are uh, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Those are all words of strength that the Lord's going to do to you. Um, and, you know, he says, after a while, that's what he'll do. After you suffer for a little while, that's what the Lord would do. He would perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Uh, and how good it feels. How good it feels to be settled with the Lord. To have that peace. Because, you know, that's what most of the world today is looking for. Is that peace, that settling that Peter's talking about there in 510. Uh, that's the Lord, most of the world is looking for that peace. And they're looking in the wrong place. The only place you can find that peace is in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and the last scripture says, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. 
And I would just like to say that if you read these scriptures again and you study them, it, does, it is about uh, submit to God and resist the devil, but it's really about keeping you focus, uh, focus on the Lord and the focus on what you have to do to maintain being a Christian because of, you know, the, the adversary, yeah, that's his job, man. I explained that to my brother a few times. He's like, you know, the devil's all over me. I said, yeah, that's what he does. But we have the Lord. We've read the book. We know how the story ends, and God will prevail. And, and I love y'all, and uh, I say all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Love y'all.